Glory. Just another friendly neighborhood drunken glory broadcast. Hallelujah. Your water's about to break. Holy! And you're about to know who you are in Christ. The fulfillment of Amos chapter 9 is at hand. It's literally coming out of your hand. It's called the Tabernacle of David. Amen? What is the Tabernacle of David? It's the manifesting sons of God, but you're not manifesting sons of God. You're manifesting the Father God in you doing the works. See, we're all like sons of God, right? But what's the Son of God? Manifesting Father God through your inner man and your whole soul submitted to the Father in you doing the works. I saw a vision during that prophetic praise time of the older prodigal son of Luke 15, the religious one that was really far away even though he was close. He was out in the wheat field doing all the works, but he didn't know his father at all. And I saw him knowing his father. I saw the older prodigal son in a spiritual vision, knowing his father and actually sacrificing his Christian works to know the Father in him, to let the Father do the works. That's the great awakening of the end times. Charismatic Church hasn't even done that yet, but it's about to, says the Lord. You're about to know the Father in you. That's never-ending revival. That's hundredfold glory, Rome. That's entering the seventh-day rest of God the Father. And on the seventh day, He rested. And on the seventh day since Adam, all creation enters the rest of the Father. Amen. So it's the year 6019 right now in the Jewish calendar. And if anyone says otherwise, they're wrong. The Gregorian calendar is correct. The Jewish calendar was changed by over 250 years by the Pharisees at the end of the first century to not point to Jesus as the Messiah. They did that. True story. I've studied it out extensively. Five years in Bible college, and I'm telling you guys, it's, it's awesome. We've studied this thing out. We are accurate, and it's for your benefit, so you are not deceived by anything of the natural realm. The Pharisees will, will deceive everyone of the natural realm and the external realm. I mean, with anything. you got to understand, the seed of the Pharisees that Jesus warned you about was the very seed of Satan and his angels. A, a sower sowing seed. And where does he sow it? Into the inner man. But then all of a sudden, in the parable of Jesus Christ, he says, but there's weeds here, and I didn't sow weed, weed seed, you know, because death is in the pot. I didn't sow weed seed. Hallelujah. An enemy did this, Jesus said. An enemy did this. Amen? So an enemy comes and sows lies into your heart, into your inner man, and tells you the Bible's not true or gives you a demonic interpretation so that you never realize God the Father as the springs of the power of the glory of the third heaven in you, already in you. See, that's where everyone gets bewitched. That's the bewitchment of Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, is that you started in the springs, you're 
Your inner man was recreated at supernatural born again rebirth. John chapter 3, if you read it in the Greek, it actually says born in heaven, born above. Born of the breaking of the waters. Born of the spirit and the waters. Which means your waters break of your inner man and your mind realizes the glory. But then all of a sudden a bunch of fallen angels and a bunch of warlocks of the fallen angels come around pretending like they're mature Christians and they, they kill your inner man with religion. You know, they tell you that you're a worker and you need to get out here in this wheat field and do, 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 voodoo, do, do, voodoo, do, do. And it's the witchcraft of Satan and his angels because in the new covenant, only the Father is allowed to do the works. That's the new covenant. In the old covenant, the outer man did the work. In the new covenant, the inner man does the work. And unless the inner man, the spirit man, the eternal person, the hidden person of the heart is doing the works, the laborers are laboring in vain. And when it gets exposed as vain labor, and actually sandcastles of pyramids of buildings made by human hands of Acts chapter 7 called the Tabernacle of Moloch and the Star Remphon, the works of the flesh, these people freak out. How can it be demonic when we had a glory cloud in our church and we got covered in gold dust and everyone that walked into the sanctuary was healed? Hey, 60-fold, buddy. 30, 60, 100-fold. Jesus Christ, red letters. 30-fold is the kingdom. 60-fold is the power. 100-fold is the glory. To Him belongs the kingdom and the power and the glory. We've been in the power. We've been in the gifts. We've been in the healings. We've been in the miracles. We've had signs and wonders. I mean, awesome stuff. Really, last hundred years since Azusa Street in Los Angeles, when the Holy Ghost was reintroduced to Christianity, and 10 million people got baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and since then we've had continuous revivals going on around the world. It's been a hundred years of different pockets of revival, some bigger than others, some unknown, some really well-known, some broadcast on God TV. But the issue has been that there's always been lamps burning somewhere. But now, like Bob Jones prophesied at the Florida outpouring, this is the last Pentecostal revival. That's what he said about the Florida outpouring in 2008. We were there. He said, Bob Jones sat on the stage and said, this is the last Pentecostal revival, and the next revival is the revival that never ends. And it's called the bridal celebration. And why is the bride celebrating? Because she found the Father in her inner man. Pentecost has, Pentecostal revival in the 60-fold church age has been a God-outside-minded, God-outside-minded, come Holy Spirit mentality. It's been... He's out there in space, but we're still kind of confused as to where the origin of the glory and the signs and the miracles and the wonders and the power we praise and we kind of go up and we raise our hands into the cloud and it's an external cloud. And there has been grace for that during the church age. Tremendous stuff in the 30-fold, tremendous stuff in the 60-fold, but the 100-fold glory realm is where we're going that everyone realizes the glory is the Father in them. The King of Glory, the Father of Glory is His name. The New Testament calls God the Father of Glory because you're getting your glory, your inner man, fathered by God. It's not an external fathering. It's not an external tribe. It has nothing to do with the natural man. Zero. The flesh counts for nothing, John chapter 6. If you have any mixture of your outer man, you're still deceived. You need to be 100% inner man. That's how Jesus lived. 
He had no consciousness of self, no consciousness of his outer man, just like Adam and Eve before the fall when they were in the glory cloud, before they gave up the glory and the abilities of their spirit for the abilities of their soul and their natural man and got stuck in the natural realm, living like animals, living by the sweat of their brow instead of by the fruits of their lips, instead of living by the springs of the rivers of life. They had to live by their own blood sacrifice and the sweat and the, and the bones and the blood and the breaking and the crushing and the plowing of the natural dimension by the works of the flesh. It's slavery. That slavery should not exist in the world right now because Jesus Christ broke the back of Satan at Calvary. The only reason why it does is because people still re believe the religious lies. And as you get come out of the religious lies of the external realm into the glory realm of the springs and the rivers of the waters of life of God the Father in you, all the slavery realm of Jezebel's witchcraft and Leviathan's pride is washed away into the lake of fire rapidly. Mighty breaking waters of rapid, rapidly wiping away every tear from your eyes. Rapids. Rapidly. In Jesus' name. It's going to happen so rapidly. It's like white water rapids. White water rapids of the waters of the rivers of life and the mighty breaking waters in the great deluge of Noah. And I will no longer destroy the earth in this manner, says the Lord. We read all those verses of Noah's rainbow. People ask us about the rainbow. And let me tell you what the rainbow is. The rainbow is the mind of Christ. The rainbow is the river of life. The rainbow is the glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The rainbow is the seven spirits of God. The rainbow is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit himself is the seven spirits of God, the seven colors of Noah's rainbow. How do you know that? How do you know the mind of Christ is the rainbow? Let me tell you, because the Bible says it. Genesis 9.13 I set my bow rainbow in the cloud and it shall be a token or a sign or a covenant or a solemn pledge between me and the earth. Genesis 9.14 And it shall be that when I bring clouds over the earth and the bow, the rainbow, is seen in the clouds. When the bow rainbow is in the clouds and I look upon it, I will earnestly remember the everlasting covenant or pledge between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. It's a covenant with flesh. It's the healing of all flesh. The glory and its superiority over the realm of flesh and the healing of flesh from the curse of the fall, from the serpent in the garden, and from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Come on, somebody. So the floods of Noah reverse the curse. Not in the natural, but the supernatural glory of the seven spirits of God, the rainbow. Where does it say that? Revelation 4.3. And he who sat there appeared like the crystalline brightness of Jasper and the fiery Sardius. And encircling the throne, there was a halo that looked like a rainbow of emerald. The emerald is the new life of the rainbow of the mind of Christ encircling the throne. A rainbow of emerald. The new life of Christ springs forth in the seven spirits of God. The mind of Christ being birthed out of your belly, consuming your souls. Your souls have been, been attached to the natural realm. Now your souls are going to attach to the glory realm of Christ in you. And your heads will experience the throne of grace. And the Spirit of Grace is a river within your inner man, creative power, building up your inner man and flooding your personality, getting your face saved, 
you know, getting all the joy of the Lord, washing away all the sadness and burning off your frown muscles. And then you have a rainbow or a halo of the emerald of the life of Christ blazing through your brains. That's why, obviously, this stuff is better than drugs and alcohol. The fallen angels don't have anything. Pharmakia has nothing. What a joke. It's an absolute joke, and we just have fun with it. I've known this for 20 years. We joked about it in Teen Challenge 20 years ago, smoking Jehovah Wana. But we're so superiorly high on the drunken glory and on the Jehovah Wana and on the Godka and on the Holy Ghost fentanyl of the glory cloud that we can mock all the counterfeits of Satan, of drugs and alcohol in the whole world. Amen? Acts chapter 2, they had to explain, we're not drunk as you suppose. And I tell you what, you receive this realm, you're going to have to explain it to people. Because you look stoned on the chief and corner stoned all the time. And be like, well you can have a hit too, it's the glory of God. That was the most common reaction yesterday after preaching. When I got blocked and banned on Facebook after that preaching yesterday for 30 days, so I have to broadcast through Penny's Facebook account now for the next 30 days. Probably open a new Facebook, who cares? Just crazy persecution. 30-day ban. Never heard of anything like that in the history of Facebook. 30-day ban. Right after I was done preaching yesterday's message. The enemy's throwing a fit. People are going crazy all, all over the world, losing their minds. And it's all because the mind of Christ is consuming the animal soul, also known as the beast. The mind of Christ is consuming the beast. You're having your marks of the beast consumed off your heads and your hands. What's the mark of the beast? The older prodigal son being a Christian worker instead of letting the father doing the works through him. Being cut off from God the Father has turned us into beast men and beast women. And we're having it burned off our hands so the father does the works. Hands off. It's the father in us doing the works. Unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. No more vain laboring. Getting it burned off our brains and burnt off our hands to yield and submit to the Father within. And anyone that doesn't submit to the river of the mind of Christ of the Father within has no share of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Amen, says the Lord. And this is my favorite one. Revelation 10.1 Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven robed in a cloud with a halo like a rainbow over his head halo rainbow head somebody say mind of christ, mind of christ. halo rainbow head that's the mind of christ that's what happens when you sacrifice self to christ this is self this is the soul and you get your soul renewed, Romans 12, 2, by Christ in you. And you constantly submit your mind to His mind. You're not in charge. I'm not in charge. None of this is my idea. You think I want to live in a crack house in the ghetto and be persecuted every day? I mean, my God, there's a million other things I could have done. I was good at everything. God, I just gave everything to God, and He put me here. And it's just an, a stumbling block to the religious, and it's just a laughing stock to the rebellious. And I'm so thankful for this calling and destiny, because it's the only way Christ could be fully formed in me, to completely crush my outer man, so that only my inner man is valued by my soul. Amen? <laughs> a halo rainbow head is coming forth by the crushing and the sacrificing of our outer man to value our inner man more highly. That's the only way you ever get ointment out of 
olive, olives. You have to crush them. That's the only way you get wine out of grapes. You gotta crush them. The treading of the winepress of the fury of God of the book of Revelation. How many of y'all know he's not mad at you? He's in love with you. He's mad at Satan deceiving you. People are so full of Satan that when he begins releasing the winepress of the wrath of the Almighty, they get hit in the same measure as the fallen angels get hit because Satan has filled their inner man with the substance called religion. But no wrath is intended for any man, woman, or child since Jesus died on the cross. Zero! The wrath is upon Satan and his angels only. The principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, and the sorceries and the immoralities of Jezebel in America and worldwide only! And that's what causes jubilee in the nations. When the red dragon is judged out of every Christian's inner man by the love of the judgment seat of Christ. I didn't know the judgment seat of Christ. Now you know. He's judging the pride out of your inner man so to set you free from the red dragon. The realm of the red dragon is the realm of the pride of life. You'll never know resurrection power. You'll never know the springs of the Garden of Eden. You'll never know Christ in you, the hope of glory. You'll never know the greater one in you unless you repent of he who's in the world that got himself into you through your soul listening to the external lies of religious people, which is all the pride of life. That's the development of the red dragon. The bride of Christ is coming out of the red dragon this season coming out of the pride of the older prodigal son that I'm the worker out here doing the Christian works. How many of y'all know that's the red dragon? What deceived the older prodigal son in Luke 15 was the red dragon, the pride of life, that I'm still a worker in this new covenant. You're not. You weren't even supposed to be a worker in the old covenant. Solomon told you in the old covenant, the Holy Spirit does the works. Solomon had that revelation. Solomon wrote that psalm. That unless the Holy Spirit does the works, the laborers are laboring in vain. Solomon was anointed of the spirit of wisdom and the seven spirits of God. He said in Proverbs of King Solomon, Wisdom builds her seven pillars in your inner man. Now I heard Bobby Connors say Solomon was the second smartest person to ever live in the history of the earth. And I believe that to be true. But I believe the sons of God will be even smarter now. That he was just a forerunner in the Old Covenant, but now we'll have the seven spirits of God in our inner man, and we'll be even smarter than Solomon. I don't think we've hit that mark yet, but we're getting there. By the renewing of our mind to Christ in us, and Christ in us is the seven pillars of Proverbs chapter 9. You know that? Christ in you is the seven pillars, the menorah. Now people need to understand this as a foundation of the Holy Ghost. Read the Amplified Classic. The seven spirits of God is the sevenfold Holy Spirit. Okay? Simple as that. It's not complicated stuff, and anyone that says otherwise is wrong. Okay? This is absolute authority from experience to save you. The seven spirits of God is the Holy Spirit, and it's the menorah. It's the menorah. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord. Where? in you. Wisdom building her seven pillars in your inner man for the full development of your inner man into full spiritual stature, which is the total reverse of the curse of the fall. 
This is what Adam and Eve walked in. They didn't have all this revelation. They had almost none of this revelation. We have all this revelation because it's taken us 6,000 years of relationship with God through prophets and apostles and kings and judges and priests to finally understand what we had in the beginning and lost to the abilities of the flesh. And now we're being restored back to what we had in the beginning. Hallelujah. Which is full spiritual stature. Made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and completely glorifying all creation as the lords of the universe and the masters of the universe, He-Man and Shira, eat your heart out. That was prophetic of our generation that would restore all things in the universe by the seven spirits of God fully building up our inner man to walk as Christians. Don't you know what Christian means? A Christ one, an anointed one, is he the firstborn of many? That's what the Bible says twice. Jesus is the firstborn of many that he's not ashamed to call brothers and sisters. You study that out, it means same family, bloodlines of the divine kind of the heavenly beings. Literally, you are gods, and not Elohims, and not little G's, Yahweh's and big G's, because if you got a little father in you, that's a devil, that's a fallen angel, we'll cast that out. you got a big father in you, you're a big G. You have all the same abilities in you that make God, God. Well, what if I get prideful? You won't. If you get prideful, you just get into the red dragon and you cut, off, cut yourself off from your inner man for a minute as you're in the delusionary world of the natural realm. See, it's all based on obedience to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and inner man. And as your mind submits and disagrees with what is written, because everything I'm saying to you is scripture today, everything I'm saying to you is from experience and has impartation in every word that can activate it in your inner man and energize your spirit man to come into the full experience of what I'm preaching to you today. I'm preaching to you today the manifestation of the sons of God in the power of the hundredfold glory realm. And it looks like rainbows, it looks like lightning, it looks like healing and curing of all weaknesses because it energizes the true person of the heart. Because the natural realm that's been controlled by Satan and his angels for so long have lied to you to tell you you're just an animal, you're a homo sapien, you're a mammal, you know, you know, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow you die. No, you're a spirit that has a soul that lives in the body. Your inner man is your eternal man. You're a spirit. There's a flash of light in utero when you were formed. When your spirit came out of eternity, out of God the Father, there was a flash of light, a bang. It's true. When the sperm and the egg came together in the, in the mother's womb, it, it was an explosion of light. No scientists have figured it out yet. And they won't until they get into the knowledge of the glory. Because that's your spirit entering at the point of conception. Truth anyhow. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And that's why the Father says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Because you are that flash of light. That's your spirit that came out of God the Father's crown, out of the Father's soul, out of the Father's loins, out of God the Father in the third heaven, and went inside you and formed you. And, and then your whole body is wrapped around your spirit as you developed in your mother's womb. And then you're born a natural child that has a spirit, that has a soul, that lives in a body. And if you raise them in their inner man from birth, you raise them in their eternal nature, and that's how you raise children. And that's how all children will be raised in the kingdom age. 
that they won't even be conscious of their outer man. They'll be developed in their inner man abilities. Now, this might take 100, 200 years, but if you actually hear and listen and agree with what I'm saying to you, you'll be young at 100. You'll be young at 100. Moses went up into the cloud for 40 days and 40 nights and knew God face to face in the top of Mount Sinai, and he stopped aging. He stopped dying. Deuteronomy 34 says there was no wrinkles on his face at 120 years old. He had stopped aging. There was no death in him. He was completely burnt out from the curse of the fall and had only God the Father in him. That's why he's the most humble man that ever lived. We need that humility where there's nothing in our inner man except God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the seven torches burning. The whole kingdom and the power and the glory of God the Father releasing through our inner man and through our renewed minds. Amen. It's going to happen. We're demonstrating it. We're teaching it. We're walking in it. We're seeing awesome breakthrough in everyone's lives. And as more and more people join us in this truth and this reality of real Christianity, of what Jesus walked in, of what the Apostle Paul walked in, and what Enoch walked in, people are going to believe en masse. And the expression of Christianity will be changed to what actually Jesus walked in which is the hundredfold glory realm. And no one has ever walked in the hundredfold glory realm since Jesus. But the sons of God now will. Amen. He's reserved the best for last, as it is written. And you are those best for last. Because it's not based on your strength, it's based on your weakness. You might say, really? I'm the best for last? Yeah, because when you're naturally weak, he is spiritually strong. That your inner man and your whole soul can rest on God the Father in you and His ability through you so that you don't become a sinner of the natural religious realm and practice the magic arts of Kabbalah thinking you're something in the natural realm when you're only something in the spirit realm. Christ in you. Where is He in you? In your inner man, in your spirit, in your heart, in the hidden person of the heart, in the garden of your heart, the pure in heart see God, they're seeing God because they're seeing the Father in their inner man. And if you don't have a pure heart, this message is offensive to you because you realize you really haven't sacrificed anything in your heart to see God. You've just been religious. You've just been external and nearly your entire life is a delusionary lie and that's incredibly offensive, but it's the truth anyhow. But at least now you're being taught now so you can repent now to start storing up rewards in heaven and your treasures and glory in your inner man starting over now. Hallelujah. So that when you die, you don't get to heaven and realize you missed it all on earth. So it's better to get it now when you're 60, 70 years old than to just fade away and get to heaven and start out in kindergarten in heaven. You can actually get your doctorate in, of glory of your inner man of the knowledge of the glory while you're on earth. And that's kind of like my job, is to train people up into doctorates in the glory realm. We call it Heavenly Jerusalem University. And if you're new to the ministry, download all the free schools. And it will totally glorify your inner man as you sacrifice your natural man. But if you're not willing to sacrifice your natural realm, you're not ready to be a Christian yet. If you're not willing to bring sacrifice of the natural, there's no zero chance you'll make it. Because you're still involved in the world. You love Babylon. You love Sodom like Lot's wife. But when you're ready, come and develop your inner man and come into Heavenly Jerusalem University and your inner man will start flying in chariots of fire fast. Three schools on there for a free download. Redlettermin.com If you want to support this ministry, donate at redlettermin.com We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.